There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Hi. I missed it. <laughs> I am Sue Funk and I am here with Danielle from Brands by Bravo. What's up, guys? And we're the Real Housewives of Rewatch. Yeah, <laughs> just us. Well, actually, we've got some downloads, so people are listening and we appreciate the people who are listening. Um, I appreciate so much. As we're recording this, it's the day after Election Day and... Someone messaged me and said that our podcast calmed them. And I think that's the greatest compliment Sue and I have ever gotten. It really was. that The fact that I could help someone last night while I was in my fear um, means a lot. I'm glad that somebody yeah. was comforted by me while I was uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like you and I both growing up in non-swing states and now living in a swing state is a very different experience. Oh, for sure. I feel like... N- Yesterday, I was like, wow, this is why I'm in Pennsylvania. Like, I (laughs) am really happy to have made my vote count more than ever. And like, all right, every vote counts, please. Everyone in New York still vote. Like, I know it all counts. But like, like Danielle said, it's just like, I was never in a swing state. Like, there was never any chance that that was not. I mean, Long Island can be very Republican, but. Yeah, I just. But it's all good. So we're here with. Mostly season two, episode eight tonight. So we are almost, I think we're almost halfway done with season two because I think there's 13 or 14 episodes. I believe you are correct. And yeah, uh, which is crazy. The season is just flying along. Yes. And this, this episode is a tough one, man. I, there's part where I had to literally pause for hours. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely um, the version of an episode that does not age well in a few different parts. Yeah. So do you want to jump right into it? Yeah. So it starts uh, going back to about Jill and this auction she's having and that Kelly actually turned it around and got some like incredible auction items for Jill's fundraiser. After acting like Madonna and being like, I'm not going to put my name on it. She's like, I'm going to. 
she basically says, I don't want to just put my name on something. I want to actually do actionable items. Like, I think she actually wants to work is basically what she's saying, which is lovely. Yeah. And I, I can appreciate that. She says she doesn't need recognition, but it does make me laugh because, like, this is being filmed for a TV show. You are getting recognition. <laughs> People Absolutely. are going to know you did this. The best thing that she donated, though, which I think is unbelievable, is um, a portrait session with her ex-husband. I, okay. I've been dying to ask you. So if you got this portrait section, like session, what mm-hmm. would your America's Next Top Model photo shoot be? <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, what would the scenario be where you'd be like, because I feel like it should be like something America's Next Top Model-esque. Like, For some reason, I was just thinking of the Seven Deadly Sins America's Next Top Model photo shoot that ooh, they did. Oh, that's a good one. So maybe maybe that one. Um, I would not allow them to cut my hair the way that Tyra loves to make oh, women cut their hair. No way. Um, I could not be Eva Diva and put a tarantula on my face, so... Or a snake. I think one of the girls had a snake. I feel I would like... just let... What's, what's his name? Jill Vincemont. Yeah, I would let him decide because he is a world-renowned photographer. See, I went back and forth and was like, he'll probably know best. But I do think that, like... I remember one photo shoot where it was, like, your dual personality one. And I think I would want something like that. Like, your, like, badass side and your sweet side... I think that would look super cool. I like it. When I met Eva at BravoCon, I told her I've loved her since America's Next Top Model, which is the truth. That is not a lie. When it was on um, the CW. Even um, though she was kind of like Eva the Diva, she was a little no, bit she of was a Eva bitch. Diva, but she was absolutely fantastic, and I was obsessed with her then and knew exactly who she was the day she got cast on Atlanta. I was so happy. Yeah, no, she, she was, was so she couldn't that. have been nicer. She was so nice. My mom also watched her. Eva was on a soap opera too, and my mom watched her on that. So my mom knows who she is too. So I was very proud. Oh, um, but yeah, Kelly, Kelly comes through with some auction items. I think they said it was seventy six thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, no, and she was like, "And there's more. I'll keep going." So it was really nice um, that she turned it around. And it's really interesting because I feel like. From this episode on, I feel like there's a marked effort on Kelly's part to, like, be nice to her, basically. Like, Kelly really wants to be nice to Jill. And she's – it's, like, interesting because Bethany is her best friend and she hates Bethany. (laughs) So I think that's really interesting. (laughs) It is interesting and she's choosing to buddy up to her. Especially Um, since they're very similar. The only difference that I can see is, like, one's a mom and married. So I feel like that is, like, I feel like Kelly is very much like, I love moms. Agree, agree. Um, and then we go uh, to lunch, I think, with Bethany and Alex to discuss graphic design. Yes. And I find it's very rare that you see Bethany ask for help. So I actually really like that she was asking Alex for help. She did. I think we're missing the fact that Ramona shows up at, <laughs> the um, meeting with Jill and Kelly, and she's like, I'll give True Renewal skincare as well. Oh, you know what's funny? My note says her skincare might be their question mark, and I didn't know what that meant. So thank you for reminding me about that. So I thought it was really funny because Allie gives some great shade. She's like, Ramona, you do skincare since when? 
<laughs> like, and she that, said that it. seems to be a running theme that comes up. Like numerous people say that to Ramona about this skincare line. It very much gives me the feeling that like everyone behind the scenes is just like, what the fuck is this? Like Ramona's like, I met with a chemist and we're just best friends and we made the yeah, skincare definitely. line. Um, so, and then also Kelly gets wowed by Jill's ring and Jill's just like, that's just the baby ring. The mama's in the safe. <laughs> like, oh my, I, I forgot just about that. <laughs> love the fact that Jill has like giant freaking rings from Bobby. Like, oh yeah. She probably has some good like passed down jewelry too that we don't even know about. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, so there's the, the, like you said though, that they do the graphic design at lunch. Nothing really comes of that, like, discussion that's really moving that storyline forward, except for the fact that Bethany says that she loves criticism, um, because she needs to be able to dish and take, which I was like, yeah, yeah. I just think it's cool that Alex must actually be really good at what she does, because Bethany wouldn't ask her for business advice or anything like that if she didn't, like, respect that side of her. True. Oh, I like to see that. So then we go to one of the most difficult episodes, like moments I think I've ever had with Housewives. This is like very much up there. The cringiest thing ever is Lou first is going to do good. She is going to go help out at like a, like a, like it's, ooh, sorry guys. My email just went off. Um, at like a, what would you call it? A boys and girls kind of club thing? Yeah, kind of. It's I, She travels to the far land of Brooklyn to do some charity work. And um, it's mostly women of, like, children of color, uh, girls of color. I would say they're, they're pretty much all black. And I would say they're around, like, what, 11, 12? Yeah, probably something like that. A difficult time for any child. Um no matter what your privilege, I think. But these girls are absolutely adorable. And they're sitting there and Countess Luann is like, well, I'm a countess. Like, oh, so relatable. She, <laughs> she goes on this like whole story about herself. And I'm like, these girls do not care at all about any of this. And they're also like not going to automatically get the privileges that you get. And she like has no idea. Like the way that she's talking, yeah. she's just like, Everyone can just move to Europe and meet a count, <laughs> and that's who I am. And, like, also, like, if I didn't know Countess Luann, I would not know what a fucking count is. Like, I still don't know what a count is. <laughs> yeah, I don't really either, but, like, I definitely, like, I think there's, like, The Count of Monte Cristo is, like, a book, I want to say, and, like, that was kind of famous. Yeah, that is. I have no idea, though. I know, like, other titles, but Count is not one that I know well. Yeah, so I feel like these poor children are just like, yeah, okay, lady, like, one, ha, 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 two, ha, ha, Like, that's what I think of when you say you're fucking married to a Count is Sesame Street. I know. And then she says, um, I feel like she says it for the first time, or maybe it wasn't, again, that she's an American Indian, though. She really, like, hammers this home, and... I really just don't know if I believe this to be true. Um, I, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think she is a Native American and, like, actually has Native American roots that she should be claiming? I mean, the internet says so. 
I know. I, I feel like it could be something similar to, did you ever watch the show Happy Endings? It's yes. like by far one of my favorite shows. It's a very, like, not super well-known sitcom that was on ABC. No, like, very underrated. Super underrated. Damon Wayans Jr. Casey Wilson. Like, Casey Wilson from Vitch Sash. It's just such a great show, but there's an episode where um, the character of Dave finds out that he's, like, 116th Navajo, and he, like, leans into it real hard, <laughs> like, and it just reminds me of the way that Countess does. Like, maybe he, she does have some, I don't know how deep the uh, lineage is. Yeah, it just, I don't know, felt like such an odd thing. But then uh, I want to read you exactly what my notes said for this line. I wrote in all caps, OMG, OMG, Lou says to one of the girls, losing weight is easy. To a sweet girl, what was she thinking? Oh, my fucking God, the girl just wants to be a model. How dare she? That is what I wrote in all caps in my notes. So what that comes from is they're all talking about what they want to be when they're older. Cause like the whole idea I think of this session is just to like help give the girls confidence and talk about future plans, which is something that, you know, if you're from a certain socioeconomic background, you don't always think that way. You kind of are just living day to day. And, um, so I'm like, Lou is talking to the girls and it just keeps getting more and more cringe. And I literally took hours to make it through that scene like when I tell you I would have done my taxes if I needed to instead of watching that scene I was like I have to watch it I have to watch it I knew she said something very off-putting to the sweet girl who wanted to be a model and I got to that point and I was just like I can't take what she's about to say like I mentally physically cannot deal with it and then when she said of the it's so of the time for Luann to believe such a thing you know compared to now where models come in all shapes and sizes and forms and just such a fucked up thing and i hope that girl is somewhere and she's okay and that she did not take anything that luann said to heart because it just made me so sad but like the interesting thing is is that's not the first response that lou has at first lou is just like that's great that will like i was a model it took me places but she couldn't fucking help herself. She's looking at this girl and she like puts it as like the button of what she says to her. She's like, and losing weight's easy. You have plenty of time. And I'm just like, ah, you were so close to not being a horrible person. Like all of this wasn't as bad. Like it was very much like I'm confident and I'm amazing. Isn't it so easy? And it's like, yeah. And but then oh, she just couldn't help herself. And it, it's she was on her high horse and she just couldn't couldn't get off it. And it was just so cringy. And I hope if you ask Lynn, what does she regret? I hope that's in her top five moments she regrets. I don't th- I think she doesn't regret anything. I don't think she remembers it. And I don't think she thinks it's problematic. I'm sad to say that, but I like in my heart of hearts, I don't think she cares. I think in her head, I mean, part of it was like, I was trying to think about why she would say that. And I was like, yes, in the 90s, it was heroin chic. And that's probably around when she was modeling. But no, no, I still can't. No, Um, there's no excuse for it. You don't say that to a kid. Like I used to do college fairs and talk to you know eighth and ninth graders every once in a while would come up and they would tell me 
I want to be a doctor. I want to be this. And I wouldn't get into the specifics of like, do you know how difficult it is? And blah, blah, blah. And grades. I'd be like, that's amazing. I hope you do that. Yeah. You don't like, you're not, you don't work for a modeling agency, Lou. You don't need to (laughs) give critique. That's not what she's looking for in this moment. Yeah. It was so bad. It makes me so, it gives me the ick. I don't even, I, I have nothing more to say on it except it was horrible. Yeah, it was really tough to be like, I can't believe I watched this show. <laughs> like, yep, and you know what else? It was horrible. The next scene when we go to Jill's apartment because it's finished and it's so fucking ugly. Oh, my God. It's so ugly. I cannot handle how much I don't like the way her apartment was remodeled. And it's not even like, oh, it's outdated. Like, no, it's just. Yeah, not, I don't know a I time like frame at all. when that would be like maybe Victorian era meets disco. I. I don't know how to call this style, but I do know that it's not great. No, um, it's it's not good. And uh, it just, I found a very juxtaposition, too, of going from Jill's apartment to then the next scene is Bethany's apartment mm-hmm. and how wild and loud and everything Jill's is. And then Bethany's is like the most bland, sad, like rental apartment. Oh, for sure. I mean, but Bethany has no money also. At this point. Oh, I know. It makes sense. But I'm just saying it's so interesting to see the two together. And it's when I think of New York, like, you know how you think of like Beverly Hills and you can picture what their houses look like. I really feel like the apartments, I can't picture what any of their apartments look like. I think they do that on purpose so that because it's like, I don't know if everybody has doorman buildings, you know, like besides yeah, Sonia's I, townhouse, no, I'm, I'm not talking about the outside. Really like, know. I. I can picture where I would have a drink in Villa Blanca and like these Teresa's old house, you know, like for Lou and all of them, like they not even just that they moved around, like their Hamptons houses were so much more memorable, but it shows you we spend so little time in their homes compared to the other shows. And that to me is one of the reasons the COVID season of Roni was so horrible. That's because a really we lost, good point. We lost the city and then we had to rely on the apartments but like you don't hang out in people's like apartments as much you know yeah it's not like it never happens but like you're more likely to meet out because you're out and about in new york yeah people yeah so it just is interesting i was, I don't know what made me think of that where i was like i these are not memorable homes not in the way again their hamptons home is different but very true you know they're they're city homes very very much. And then when we go to Bethany's apartment, she's with her assistant. And this, Bethany says Jill's apartment looks like Ivanka's Trump's house. Yeah. And that Bethany hates it, which I thought was pretty funny. I mean, it, it's just, it's overly opulent. And there's just a lot of furniture in Jill's apartment where I'm like, it just made it feel so small. Like, I'm yeah, sure that's a big tables. apartment. Yeah. Oh, the pop. what were those weird coffee tables that said like pop or something on so it? So they were metallic coffee tables, which I'm sure every time you move them, your f- like fingerprints got all over them. Like it looked like that kind of metallic material, where like literally, anytime you touch it, you're gonna smudge it, and it says pop. Like it, it, it was, was so just... bad. It looked like a gay man's apartment because it was designed by a gay man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't even insult gay culture like that. <laughs> true, true. It looked like Brad designed it for himself and not for them. Um, for sure. 
And then we go from Bethany's. I mean, Bethany and her assistant are just talking about whatever. I don't even, I don't think I even wrote it. I just wrote. No. Molly is the name of the assistant. And that is not the assistant from Bethany ever after, as I thought previously that she had. So um, we then go to Alex and Simon and, uh, oh, wait. I just have Bethany, uh, Alex and Simon are at the opening of a door. <laughs> no, so Bethany calls Simon. Oh, yeah. And Well, first, no, sorry, backtrack. Jill's partner, Justin, Be- Bethany and Jill are together. And Bill. Beth- uh, <laughs> yeah, there's the whole tennis match, which I oh, yeah, like, we, don't even Oh, yeah, we forgot about. that earlier in the episode, Ramona and Jill agree on a date to do the fucking tennis match and Jill finds out when she's with Bethany that her tennis pro that she was flying in from LA like he threw out his back or some shit like that I don't know I don't know but anyway so they it is Bethany's idea to get Simon to play with Jill just like as a joke and to piss Ramona off so Bethany calls Simon and does some impression and she just She's so funny in some of these scenes, and it's such humor that not a lot of the shows have in the way that Bethany can just be like a lot of shows have humor in their in the moments, Mm -hmm. you know, like in the interviews when they have time to think of one liners or one liners are fed to them. But to just naturally be funny the way Bethany is is so enjoyable. Yeah, Bethany would be great at improv. Like Bethany, yeah, she's definitely... just naturally a funny, witty person, and who I forget who she's doing an impression of. I think it might be of Ramona on the phone. I think she was doing Jill because Simon's like, I thought you were Jill. Maybe I don't know. I just wrote that she did an impression and that it was pretty funny. Um, and the whole reason they're calling Simon is for him to be on the tennis match because it's psychological warfare against Ramona. It's not that he's a good player. It's that they'll they'll throw Ramona off and there's more of a chance that she'll lose and Jill will li- yeah. win. And all Jill really wants is to win. Um, so we, we get that story point, but then we go to Kelly and her date with Max, who is very handsome. And we've met Max before after the I'm up here, you're down there moment at Brass <laughs> Monkey, our favorite bar in the world. Oh, um, my God. Max is hot. He looks like Superman. But man, is that guy boring. I I just... Yeah, their whole date is so awkward. There's no chemistry. Did you notice the weird music the show, like, chose to play over the date, too? Which one was it? Was it the xylophone? I don't know what it was, but it made it, like, even more uncomfortable, the date. Um, I wrote, great story, Max. You've got glitter on your face after hanging out with Kelly. My dog literally shit sequins. This isn't a, this isn't a sh- shock that women have sparkly stuff. That was because I literally did find sequins in my dog's poop. I was like, oh man, I just have to. I can't wear that dress again. It happens. I'm glad Remy's never eaten anything like too horrifying like that that I've had to like dig through poop for. Like, it was just one or two, but still, it was... And I did not expect it. They just fall off the dress. Anyway, it was very funny. I was like, damn. Okay. But yeah, their their date's whatever. He makes, like, another appearance later. But obviously, I mean, look, he's super hot, but that's about it. Yeah. 
I mean, and that's the same with Kelly, though. I don't know if there's a ton of substance there. So I think they no. found their their match of just, we're both pretty and can do whatever we want. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, and then there's a quick little scene of Alex coming to Bethany's apartment to help her with a photo. Yeah. And I was wondering if, like, Beth, you think Bethany paid Alex for this or Alex is just doing it as a favor? I don't know. I, I'm guessing probably favor because at this point I bet Alex probably makes more money than Bethany. Well, what I was thinking, not just a favor, but imagine, like, you designed the logo for a company that then became a multi-million dollar company and you did it as a favor. That's more along the lines of what I was thinking. Yeah, you're not wrong. It would be shitty. But I mean, it I'm would sure be shitty. she did something. Uh, but... I hope, I hope. So, Bethany's you know, like... favors for friends are good, but when your friend then has a multi-million, like, you know, but I guess if any graphic designer was hired, they wouldn't, no one, like, writes in perpetuity that's a good deal though that's what people should do yeah i mean you can for certain things that's what music rights do is like yeah but i'm saying like if you are a graphic designer new business tactic if you get hired to do like a logo for a brand you should get like a percentage of the sales in perpetuity put that in your contract rather than because i'm thinking even if you hired a graphic designer you know it would be like a one-time fee there's so many people in graphic design right now, I would be like, I'll just find somebody else. <laughs> I know, I know. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. But I was just thinking about that. Um, Bethany tries to make... To wait, oh. I, I have to tell you this. Bethany tries okay. to make low pro happen. She's like, um, like, Alex is like, how are you doing? She's like, you know, I'm keeping a low pro. And like, Alex is like, excuse me. And she's like, low profile. And I was like, I hate that. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. At least she stopped doing that. Don't go there, girlfriend. It's been a few episodes since we've heard her do that. Yeah, I feel like it, it was just really funny. Um, and then Alex directs the photo shoot. And I think she did a great job, like, getting Bethany comfortable and giving good direction. I wrote, there's no direction of Johan face. <laughs> Um, yeah. Which... No, I think Alex is very good at her job. I wonder how long she continued to do like graphic design and design work for. I'm sure she probably still does them. Yeah, um, I don't know. I know she's getting her like PhD or she's working on it. I feel like I'd love to um, be on set with Alex. She seems like a good photographer and um, interesting to work with. Um, Agree. We then go back to Jill's place uh, where Bethany feels like she's on acid and Jill is upset because her housekeeper quit. And Bethany goes, she couldn't take all the blue tones. That's why. <laughs> I mean, this apartment is just, it's a lot. It's not my style. It's, it's a lot. I just wrote, I feel bad though, because Bethany can't help herself but ma- by making dig after dig. And I feel like if Jill's just like, I spent a lot of money. And, like, I just feel bad for Jill in that moment. Yeah, agree. I mean, those are comments you, like, text your friend about later. You don't, like, say it to their face. I mean, you can do one or two, but, like, Bethany kind of is, like, a comedian. And she gets on a roll, and she's, like, she just keeps topping herself. She can't help it. And it's, like, it's funny, but it's also like that's your friend, and she spent a lot of money. Like, yeah. 
So then we go to the tennis match, our favorite Ugh, I part. I like literally it, it it pains me to even have to talk about this because that's how little I care about this tennis match stuff. And I can't even believe in season two we're talking about tennis again. <laughs> but Kelly comes to this tennis match in a dress. It's a black dress where there's just like a giant flower over her crotch. It's like, but it's not just like, it's not like part of, I didn't either, but like when I went back to like, just refresh myself on this episode this morning, oh my God, it's like a built out flower. Like it's not like a print. It's like somebody took a giant tulip and like put it right in the crotch region. And I was like, this is a lot for a tennis match in Long Island City. Um... So they are wearing – some people are wearing Team Jill shirts, like Luann. Um, Bobby shows up not wearing a Team Jill shirt, which I was shocked that she allowed that. Um, I'm shocked he came. Oh, I'm not. I feel like he knew it was important for her. And, uh, yeah, I guess. Ramona's like, I feel like it's very day class A that there's Team Jill shirts. I was like, you're just pissed that you don't have a Team Ramona shirt. Um, Simon is like a secret squirrel agent being like hidden away in this tennis um, arena. And they're trying to get him to be a surprise for Ramona. And like he's really committing to it. He's sick. He's like has the flu. This is obviously before COVID times. And he shows up, which is dedication, and he, um, he like, literally is diving behind plants to make sure that she doesn't see him. Yeah, he doesn't want anyone to see him before the match starts or before he comes out. So when he does eventually come out, Ramona is just, you could just tell, she is so disgusted um, that But no, she Simon doesn't see there, him. But... But she doesn't, she doesn't show any emotion. No, but she doesn't she, see him. Joni fucking tells Ro- Ramona because Joni sees it. Joni ruins the surprise. Uh, and she's oh, like, okay. I, I think part. it's Simon. I just saw Simon in tennis clothes. And like, so the whole thing is ruined because Ramona, we don't get a genuine Ramona reaction of seeing him. So she just acts like nonplussed, but really like, I think it's even more of a reaction because she's so annoyed she can't even. And she's pissed because mm-hmm. he's not a good player, as is Mario. Mario is, like, taking this way too seriously. He is, like, even yeah. mad that Jill walked in to the court ten minutes late. He's like, you know, if it was any longer union rules, you wouldn't be allowed. It was like, all right. Um, and then they play tennis. So- <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just enjoyed that, like, Ramona really didn't give them the reaction they wanted. I kind of like that she did was able to do that. I I get that, but I feel like you could still tell she was reacting. She's got that face that you know, you know she's pissed. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You know she's pissed, but she didn't fight or argue or, like, oh, really yeah. have the blowout that they, you know, expected or wanted her to have. Yeah. And honestly, my comment I wrote is that this scene is going on for so long. I do not care, but I guess Jill played pretty good. <laughs> and Ramona sucks and Mario yells at her. Like, that's the whole thing. It's it's like 10, 15 minutes of it. Yeah. And then that's the end of the episode. I, like, basically, Ramona's still mad at Jill for 
bringing Simon, she does say that Jill is disrespectful because her husband was semi-pro and how disrespectful it was to have Simon play with them. And I was just like, no matter what Jill would have done, you would have thought it was disrespectful. These two are just oil and vinegar, oil and water. Sorry. I watched Potomac this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Ramona, I mean, not Ramona, um, Jill and Mario should just, they should just not talk. They will never get along. No. Well, that was episode eight. That was it. You know what it reminded me of? I would say Bravo moved away from watching their people play sports, but that's a lie because you remember how much pickleball we had to watch on Vanderpump Rules because but they, we got graphic like packages over it. It was cute. It's too much. I don't need to watch them play tennis or pickleball or, yeah, I just, no. I'm not into that. Well, I think it's really true to say that, like, we don't come to Bravo for sports. We come to Bravo to get away from it. You just sounded like Nicole Kidman in the <laughs> AMC. The AMC, we come to this place. <laughs> I don't remember the full line. I was like, we come to this place to laugh. We don't come to Bravo for tennis and pickleball. Oh my okay, God. so never again, please and thank you. That's like if I see one more yoga with animals scene. Oh yeah, I'm no. gonna lose it. I know it's hard to constantly come up with ideas, but there's got to be more than that. I mean, I'll go to another room where they break shit. I like seeing that. I do like that. Or I didn't mind. I loved the Jersey softball game. That was pretty fun. The Jersey softball game was fun, but I really do feel like there was so much that they edited out for us that I appreciate. Edited. Yes. I mean, or like, give me like when Luann plays volleyball and she gets hit in the face. I'll take that any day. (laughs) I forgot that, but I'm glad that that's going to be on our journey ahead of Rooney Rewatch. We have a while until we get there. (laughs) And I will just pray for no more tennis matches. Yeah, seriously. But uh, that is our episode, guys uh, and gals and anything in between. We appreciate you listening and we appreciate everybody, uh, you know, downloading, subscribing, telling friends, watching when you're or listening when you're <laughs> have high anxiety. We're glad to be here with you. <laughs> yeah, we love you. And yeah, keep keep listening, watching, downloading, rating, review. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.